Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Here we go, fighting the enemies of freedom. Welcome inside Armed American Radio Ranch, Sig Sauer Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in the first hour of this broadcast here on the Crossbreed Holsters microphone. It's a Friday. The video is up and running for you. You can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that. You can visit armedamericanradio.com and click Watch Live should you choose to do so. And if you choose to do so, just do it when you're not driving, please. Don't be that person. Remember that all of this is brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. It's a fajita Friday or a fun Friday, whatever you want to call it. We have fun on Fridays. We cover a bunch of different topics. Let's go to my first guest for the hour. Dr. John Lott makes an appearance during the daytime hour today. John, how are you, my friend? Great to be here with you today. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. And we're at AAR Ranch, John. I have a ranch. Did you know that? You've been here. Yeah, well, uh, I, I guess I didn't fully appreciate the scope of the ranch <laughs> when I was there. But uh, you, just, you just didn't walk far enough out into the woods. That's what, that's what it was. It goes farther up the hill, back, back by the creek in the holler down there where we were barbecuing. Oh, okay. Well, that's how uh, it works. See, to ladies me around. I'll have, to, I'll have to cart you around next time. We'll bring the, AT, uh, the ATV, the ATF. See how I defaulted to ATF? We'll bring the ATV. Hey, John, let's have some fun on a Friday. So it looks like the White House is partying 80s style. And I'm going to make a prediction that Hunter Biden is going to skate on that, too. What does that say about the security of the White House? I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I assume to some extent for the first family type things, the uh, security's a little bit different. They don't go and pat people down if you're a member of the family there. Uh, so, you know, you, you need to have some Secret Service agent kind of fill in the gaps there. But I, what I can't say is, as you know, I was chief economist for the U.S. Sentencing Commission, which right. deals with uh, the penalties for all federal crimes. Uh, I've also worked in the Department of Justice uh, dealing with things like the NICS background check system. So, you know, this plea deal that uh, that Hunter Biden has gotten is pretty amazing. Uh, he should be facing several uh, felonies or four felonies, I guess, for just the gun charges there. I mean, it's not just lying on the 4473 but also the fact that he illegally possessed the gun, uh, that, uh, you know, it was brought over to the school there. Uh, there, there are other issues. And, and the tax stuff is just mind-blowing. Uh, I mean, we're talking about many millions of dollars in unpaid taxes that he had there. Uh, 
they didn't go and bring charges for the uh, unpaid taxes from 2014 through 2017 because uh, they let the statute of limitations run out because right. they had to bring the charges either in D.C. or California and the um, and the uh, U.S. U.S. Attorney for Delaware wasn't given authority to be able to go and do that. But you know, you, you look at just those types of things. You have, you have a situation where Hunter Biden's getting millions of dollars. He goes and funnels it through uh, the Shell Corporation where he gives the money to somebody else who then goes and loans the money back to him and he doesn't pay back the loans that he gets. And that's not counted as income. You know, a loan itself doesn't count as income, but if I don't make you have to pay back the loan, then that becomes income at that point, and you should pay for it. Plus the very fact that they're doing that, that they're taking income that, you know, maybe you and I should try that. I, you can lend me <laughs> the money. I'll give you money. You lend it back to me, and then I'll just won't count as income. And maybe they'll accept <laughs> it from me. I'm saying, well, you know, I'll get around to paying it back to, to Mark in about 50 years or so. <laughs> and uh, but in the meantime, I'm just going to spend it. And so, maybe you want to do that? I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to do that with you if you want, John. I'll, I'll do that is, with you. A, okay, but you know, it's, it's crazy. Is, it's it's an obvious way to go and violate the tax code, and, and, and just even the plea agreement when they have the two years that they have there for. Uh, 18 and 19, um, you know, the way they write up the plea agreement, they say uh, he owed over $100,000. Well, he owed like, oh, you know, it's true over, but it's like well over $500,000 in one of the years and well over $600,000 in another year. I mean, you're talking about between the two years, like $1.2 million that he owed uh, in taxes. And he gets away with a $20,000 fine? I mean, come on, let's be serious about this stuff. And, and in 2014, uh, when he wasn't reporting at all the income that he got from Burisma, uh, the Ukrainian energy company, uh, his accountant told him he had to report the money. And he didn't do it. So that just shows conscious action. Uh, to defraud the government of the tax revenue. And so, you know, it's like anybody else would have faced multiple felonies uh, for that. And, uh, and of course, you have all this other stuff that they wouldn't let them investigate, like the 10% going to the big guy, or all these other things where Hunter Biden is paying for Biden's uh, expenses, paying mortgage, paying repairs, paying for other things at the house, pay, you know, uh, paying the electric bill or whatever, paying him $5,000 a month for one room at the house or whatever yeah, to go yeah. essentially launder money to him. And, uh, you know, it's it's pretty clear that that should be counted as income when he's paying the electric bills or other things for the house there. He's, he's essentially funneling uh, this income that he got to Biden, to jo to the president. And so the president should be on the hook for unpaid taxes. But John, isn't that also talking about that at that point? 
isn't that also considered money laundering to a certain extent? I mean, couldn't couldn't that case be made that that's also money laundering for crying out loud? Look, I'll tell you just a quick personal story. John, I've been in business for a long time. Uh, I, I ran a trucking business down in Tampa, Florida for a number of years before I got out of that cutthroat business and wanted nothing else to do with it. But I had a payroll of 12 employees at one point, and the government doesn't tell you when you have to move from paying your payroll taxes quarterly to weekly. You have to hit once you hit a certain amount of payroll, you have to start paying your payroll taxes weekly. And we didn't realize that until a quarter went by and we paid our regular payroll tax as we normally did. And lo and behold, I had the IRS all over me like a wet noodle. And they were fining me like crazy. I mean, you know, I couldn't have gotten away from them if I tried. No, it wasn't tax evasion or anything like that. We just missed payment because we didn't know we had to ch- to change it from quarterly to weekly or biweekly or whatever it was. But they fined the crap out of me, like $10,000. Guy threatened to put a lien on the business. And Hunter Biden doesn't report his income in the millions of dollars for two years. And he gets away with this stuff. That's pure tax evasion. That's criminal penalty. Two systems of justice, John. You worked in the White House. I think you would agree with that, right? No, I didn't work in the White House. I worked in the Department of Justice. I worked in the Sentencing Commission. But, uh, yeah, look, um, uh, anybody – and here's the other thing. They have all these other crimes that they're supposedly looking at. And – what you do in this case is you just don't do a plea bargain and that takes these things off the table. If you have other crimes that you're interested in, uh, you go and you essentially use the leverage that you have from these charges to go and get the person to turn over evidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're concerned about, you know, bribery by foreign governments uh, for uh, Biden, and apparently they've had evidence with regard to that you know they have this claim that there's something like 17 tape recordings that this Burisma official has uh you know 15 with hunter and two with joe uh talking about the bribes that um uh, they were getting like five million to each of them then you go and you use uh the leverage that you have on hunter from these other Simple crimes. I mean, the things like the the gun charges, those are things that get handled in weeks or a month. It's Five not, and a half I mean, years you're if you're a Biden son. It's not, it's, it's not particularly difficult. You have the 4473. Hey, John, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're getting ready to take a break. We're talking with Dr. John Lott. We've got him for three more segments in this hour of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch Sig Sauer Studios on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, it's all being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. We'll be back with John and talk about that Form 4473 and Hunter Biden. We'll be right back. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, and precision indeed. Welcome back. Mark Walters here in the six-hour studios at AAR Ranch. 
All of it being brought to you today by X Insurance. We're on the Crossbreed Holsters mic for you today on dozens and dozens of radio stations around the country. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all of our affiliates. We're talking with Dr. John Lott, founder of Crime Research. Dot org And you should support CrimeResearch.org, by the way. It's real simple to do. Toss them five bucks, 50 bucks, 5,000 bucks, whatever you can, and keep John in business over there, providing us the information that we need every single day. If you've never been to CrimeResearch.org, ask yourself why, but visit. Everything John has talked about on the show for years and many, many other things that we don't have time to get to can all be found. Every study he's ever done, it is a wealth of information at CrimeResearch.org. Dr. Lott, welcome back, my friend. Pleasure to have you here, as usual. You were talking about the Form 4473s. Hunter Biden's five-and-a-half-year, for whatever reason, five-and-a-half years. You either lied on the form or you didn't. The five-and-a-half-year investigation is a joke. There are people doing time for the same offense, and Hunter Biden is skating on this. Go ahead and finish your thoughts on that 4473 before we go in a couple different directions. Right. Well, you know... There are relatively few prosecutions, but the reason why there are few prosecutions, as you and I have talked about many times, is that the vast majority of cases aren't real cases. You know, they get somebody who is roughly phonetically similar name who's prohibited. Uh, But when you're talking about something where it's a clear cut case, you have Hunter Biden's own statements. You have his laptop which shows that he was using uh, illegal drugs at the very time, you know, cocaine and heroin at the very time that the gun purchase was being made there. You have statements from his dad saying that uh, he knows his son is uh, was a drug addict at that time. Uh, you know, you have uh, it's not rocket science. I mean, he signed a form uh, stating that he did not have that problem. And he obviously lied by his own own words and all the evidence that's there. That's a very simple thing to prove. I mean, the prosecution of those types of cases are extremely easy when you have mm-hmm. anything even like that type of evidence that's there. And beyond that, it's, as I say, it's not just the fact that he lied in getting it, but he was illegal from possessing it. You know, just uh, in June here, you had a case in Virginia where a woman uh, was using marijuana, which was legal in Virginia, uh, but it was still against the federal law because it was a prohibited substance under federal law. And so she is going to go to jail for two reasons. One, because the fact that uh, she, uh, you know, lied on the form and also that she illegally uh, possessed it. She's going to go to jail for multiple years for marijuana. Whereas uh, Hunter has cocaine and and heroin, and you know, should she just be able to go and get the records expunged? Should she be able to go and set it up so that she uh, can just go and and have to go to an outpatient uh, drug rehab uh, uh, operation there for her? Nobody's offering that for her, as far as I can tell. No, I mean, that's the pretrial intervention that Hunter's getting away with. That she's not. You know, John, I had a conversation with a very, very close friend of mine today down in Florida who uh, was asking some questions about the permitless carry law that's in effect in Florida, wanted to get some clarification, and I was able to answer those questions for him. And he also had some questions because I had warned him before. And ladies and gentlemen, pay careful attention to this. This concerns me greatly, and I don't want to see you get caught in this. As John just mentioned, marijuana, it, it, I guess, decriminalized in Virginia, John. Is that right? 
Right. That's what okay. Well, it, it just was in Minnesota as well, and it is in many other states. You can get a medical marijuana card in Florida, and if you have a medical marijuana card, like Nikki Freed does, the former head of the Department of Agriculture there in Florida, who has a proudly displays the photograph of it and doesn't get in any trouble, like the individual John was just telling you about. But he was asking me some questions about that, and I warned him. I, was, I said, you need to be very careful. In a day of weaponized ATF, when the ATF puts out a tweet, John, warning Minnesota residents, hey, it's still not legal under federal law, and if you're lying on that 4473, we're going to come get you. You need to be cautious. Warning people about that, that's of great concern to friends of mine and, and many others. Listeners, if, you, if you're listening to this, if you have one of these cards, trust me, you're on a list. And if you're buying a firearm, John, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have a medical marijuana card, isn't that proof that you're lying on a 4473 or couldn't it be used by a weaponized ATF to come after you for that very reason, even though Hunter skates, the rest of us won't? That's, that's very dangerous yeah. stuff, John. No, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, uh, I think there's a big difference between somebody using something that's legal under state law uh, even though I understand it's prohibited federally, uh, and you know something like cocaine or heroin uh, that was being used by Hunter Biden. But look, uh, the point is is that there's one standard of justice for something like this woman, or we can go and name lots of other people mm-hmm. uh, versus uh, the president's son on this. Look, he should have been he should have faced. Uh, tax evasion charges uh, for many years, not just two. They should have been all felonies, not just misdemeanors. Uh, There shouldn't be a $20,000 fine. There should be uh, literally millions of dollars in fines that are there. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just not serious. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you would be charged with multiple felonies, as John is talking about. Hunter Biden's not. I find the cocaine in the White House thing quite fascinating. I I know Dr. Sebastian Gorka. I've shared the stage with him on more than one occasion, and I believe will again in October at the Car Firearms uh, Rod of Iron Festival. I believe he's keynote again. Uh, You know, he put out a great piece on his Instagram, and he said, look, I've been there. I worked there. There, It came from family, or it came from a high-level staffer, one of the two. And he's insistent where it came from. And this is a guy who's been there. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I, you know, John, this is why people have no faith, not just I say the system. People don't have faith in the media. They don't have faith in what's happening in the White House. The administration appears to be poo-pooing this off, this nonsense that it's a you know, Hatch Act violation to talk about it. They're deflecting left right. and right. Meanwhile, this guy skates. Go ahead, John. Well, I mean, you have uh, the Bush daughters uh, get raked over the coal when, you know, right. I guess they're Great 20 point. years of age and underage and having alcohol, uh, the media makes a big deal about that. Uh, I don't see the same kind of push uh, by any means with regard to the media on this. Uh, You know, there were some questions in the press room there. Uh, As you say, the the press secretary basically stonewalled on it, and the other people in the press office basically stonewalled it by saying they can't answer this supposedly because of some Hatch Act violation. Uh, you know, law professors are making fun of those answers that they're giving. People that used to run the ethics office in previous administrations, Democrats and Republicans, 
are making fun of those explanations that they're given there. Uh, but, you know, I guess, uh, I don't know, there's so, so much problems with this. Oh, it's, it's terrible all the way around. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we've got John for a couple more segments. I want to talk about the lies of omission coming from Las Vegas. Yeah, the CCW holder who stopped, obviously stopped a mass shooting. John's done a lot of research on that. We'll be back with Dr. John Locke, crimeresearch.org. Don't go away. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more, regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org mark at armedamericanradio.org and together we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org that's mark at armedamericanradio.org Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. If you're watching the show, you saw me take a sip of uh, sugar-free Red Bull. But I started my day with Defender Coffee. Two cups, to be exact. DefenderCoffee.com. Check out all of our partners at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Visit them all. They make the show possible every single day. Now, 15 years on the nation's airwaves. Remarkable run. And it's all possible because of our partners. That includes John Lott at CrimeResearch.org. Dr. Lott, welcome back. Let's continue this conversation. And let's, if it's okay, take it over to Vegas and a thwarted, what is a blatantly obvious thwarted mass shooting attempt by an individual that worked at an apartment complex that was not required to carry a gun by policy or employment, but chose to anyway, who put it on a obviously an, an intended mass attacker, worst mass attacker everywhere. And John, the sheriff isn't talking about it. The media didn't cover it. You did. We did. What in the world? Why won't they talk about this, John? You've studied this for a long time. Right. Well, the the tweet that we put up, I guess, got like about 3.5 million views or something. But, uh, you know, we put together a list of similar cases. Uh, since 2000, we have 39 of these cases. And, uh, you know, the common feature across many of them is the lack of news coverage that they get. These are cases, almost all of them that we have listed there are cases where the police themselves have said that if it wasn't for the presence of a concealed carry permit holder, uh, there would have been a mass public shooting. Many people would have been uh, killed or wounded. And, uh, you know, it's my guess is that the entire gun control debate that we have right now would be very different if the media just covered some of these stories differently. If they would mention once in a while people stopping these attacks, some of these are very dramatic type cases. Uh, like this Vegas know, one was. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's, it's I'll give you a couple examples going back a few years. People may remember the Pulse nightclub shooting near Orlando, Florida. Uh, at the time, it was the worst mass public shooting uh, in U.S. history. Well, you know, a week later, we're still getting a lot of news attention. And there was a similar attack that was attempted at a uh, 
a nightclub in South Carolina. Uh, three people were shot. Uh, the attacker was shooting at a fourth person when that person pulled out a permanent concealed handgun and seriously wounded uh, the attacker, stopping the attack. He, the attacker still had something like 125 rounds of ammunition on right. him at the time. Uh, but outside of local media coverage, you will search in vain for any coverage on that. And yet, you know, the difference between the Pulse nightclub shooting, where there wasn't somebody there to go and stop it, uh, you had an armed uniformed guard that was there. But as you and I have talked about before, you know, God bless them for trying. But if you have somebody in uniform, somebody who's readily identifiable as being the only person with a gun, in a place because Florida was one of 10 states that banned people be able to go and carry concealed handguns in places that got more than 50% of their revenue from alcohol. South Carolina is one of the 40 states that allowed people to carry in those places. Uh, but if you only have one person in uniform and that's the only person with a gun, these attackers have real tactical advantages. And that's what they did. Who do you think the person went after first? went after the, the one guard that they had at the Pulse nightclub, and then he had free reign to go after and murder other people that were there. And so, you know, it's... But the media not only doesn't cover it, but, of course, they never even get to the fact that, well, why did they turn out so differently? Why? You would think that would be interesting. You would think well, that sure. would be newsworthy. They're, they're still talking about the Pulse nightclub shooting. Or, you know, take the Parkland shooting, the Parkland school shooting. Just uh, a few months after that, not very far away in Florida, uh, at an event for an elementary school at a park right next to the elementary school, there was a a tap. The person went up, started shooting. Uh, Fortunately, because it wasn't a park, uh, there had hundreds of students, had teachers, had parents there. Uh, But fortunately, there was a vendor uh, who had his permit concealed handgun there and was able to shoot and seriously wound the attacker and stop the attack. Again, it was something that only got local media coverage. Uh, you know, I can give you so many of these dramatic cases, but the point is, here you have cases where people were still talking about Parkland. People yeah. were talking about Parkland long after that. Here's an attack at a school that turned out very differently. Why isn't that interesting to people to know I have, whether it's the nightclub attacks, you know, one which was stopped and one which wasn't, or I have the attacks involving schools, one which was, a, a, was stopped and the other one wasn't. Isn't there some curiosity when you have these events that occur close in time when you're still covering uh, the other attacks that it wasn't able to be stopped? Uh, and then there are times where the media just, even when they do cover it, the few times that they do cover it, they do a horrible job of covering it. So you have the White Settlement Church shooting in December 2019. Uh, the media, I think the reason why the media covered it, uh, at least to begin with, was because they classified uh, the person who stopped the attack as a security guard at right. the school. The FBI active shooting reports classify the guy as a security guard. And uh, it's just simply wrong. I, when I was at the Department of Justice, I called up the gentleman who fired the shot that stopped the attacker there. 
And he told me, no, you know, everybody was just kind of an honorary title there. If the, the minister said, if you have a concealed carry permit, uh, fine, we're not paying you anymore. There's no training that you require. Just bring your gun with you, and you're welcome here at the church. And so, uh, uh, you know, it's and the attacker picked the wrong church there because, right. uh, according to the man that I talked to, there was like 18 other people that were carrying that day. He doesn't know exactly how many other people were carrying, but uh, because they didn't keep records, it was just kind of an informal thing. You just, if you could, you'd bring your permit concealed handgun. You were allowed to do that. And so, uh, you know, another example of them covering it uh, kind of incorrectly is uh, uh, the Louisville uh, uh, Kroger grocery store attack. Uh, You know, there uh, you had a racist go into the grocery store with shooting blacks. And what got a lot of the national news attention was the quote from the murderer there saying that, uh, you know, uh, going to a customer saying whites don't shoot whites. And the way yeah. that was played in the national media was here's this white racist telling a white customer that the white customer had nothing to worry about because they were both white. So he wasn't going to shoot them. What they left out was the beginning of the quote. The beginning of the quote was, please don't shoot me. Whites don't shoot whites. Right. And, and <laughs> so rather than the murderer, kind of assuring the customer that the customer had nothing to worry about. What happened was the customer had a permanent concealed handgun. He was pointing the gun at the murderer, and and the murderer was begging the customer not to shoot the murderer. The customer did shoot the murderer, uh, seriously wounding him. The murderer got in his car, drove about a mile or so down the road before he passed out, and that's where uh, the police were able to apprehend him. But... uh, you know, I know uh, the national media that talked about it. They, you know, they wanted to go and play play it as uh, white supremacist, racist types, which was true. But it sort of was a lot more complicated because while you had this one bad white guy there, you had another white guy who put himself at risk in order to try to protect uh, blacks that were there. And did. Unfortunately, there were a number killed, but he did what he. Yeah, it's frustrating. We're getting ready to take a break. We have one more segment with Dr. John Lott. When we come back, we'll move over to another subject and cover as much ground as we possibly can. They're lying to you, folks. It's that simple. Back after this break. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here in the Crossbreed Holsters microphone in Six Hour Studios at AAR Ranch. It's all being brought to you 
by X Insurance. If you're watching the broadcast at Armed American Radio. Dot com, the Watch Live button, or over at OpsLens, or your Apple TV, or wherever you're getting the show. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We're uh, glad to have the uh, video back up and running for you. Things look solid, so I think, we'll, think we're good to go going forward there. Talking with Dr. John Lott, we're going to wrap up this hour. John, let's, uh, let's switch gears and go to Florida Permitless Carry. Now, you've done a lot of work and a lot of studies on... CCW permit states, et cetera. And now we've got 27 states across the country that are, quote, unquote, constitutional carry. In Florida's case, we'll call it permitless carry. And we'll interchange constitutional. Well, why wouldn't you call it permitless carry? It is permitless carry. I was going to say constitutional because Florida doesn't have the open carry aspect of it, but it is well, permitless carry. Well, there you I go. Mean, I don't know. I mean, it's still allowing people to carry concealed without a permit. without a permit. Now, I, mean, I call I, a lot of friends of mine honest, in Florida, John. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, I take the win. You know, it's so many times over time you get, uh, you know, you look at concealed carry laws just generally. Um, you know, Texas, for example, when they first passed concealed carry back in 96, you had to have 10 hours of training to get a permit, 10 hours of training to get it renewed. You had to pay a $140 fee. Uh, you know, there were a list of like 30-some uh, gun-free zones that you weren't allowed to go and carry. And over time, they lowered the fees. They lowered the trading requirements. They got rid of a lot of the gun-free zones that were there. And I kind of view constitutional carry as just a continuation of that liberalization process that occurred there. They couldn't have passed constitutional carry back in '96. Uh, if they had tried to even make it a lot better, it probably wouldn't have passed even then. But, uh, you know, the point is, would we go and say that they didn't have uh, concealed carry back in, 90, in the 96 of, bill of in, in Texas? And, and so here you're allowed to go and carry concealed. First of all, there are very few people that actually openly carry. Okay. Um, and, and the other issue that you have with open carry is the same one that we were just talking about with regard to police officers being in uniform. But let me ask you a question. We have air marshals. Uh, do you think air marshals ought to be in uniform? Of do you course think air not. marshals ought to carry openly on planes? Of course not. Uh, and, and the answer is pretty obvious why you don't want air marshals to go and carry openly or to be in uniform, because then they're readily identifiable as the one person who can stop a terrorist attack? Is that really what you want to have happen? Because then you give the terrorist a real advantage because then they know who it is that they have to try to take out first before they try to take over the plane because they know that once they take over that person, then you know they have a relatively easy job of taking over the plane. And, it, and you know, it's nobody would have the air marshals in uniform or air marshals carrying openly. Look, I don't mind. I have no problem with people carrying openly. It's just that, to me, the important thing is that you allow people to carry, whether it's openly or concealed. But I think that there's, just like with concealed carry in schools or other places, as opposed to having a uniform guard, I think the advantage for society in terms of stopping things like mass public shootings, you know, if it were me, I'd have signs in front of all the schools that say warnings, you know, select teachers and staff are carrying concealed and will use these guns to protect the students and others there so that 
even if they weren't. Know, even if you don't have a teacher who's actually there. Right. The sign scary. itself is a deterrent in that case, right? I don't, I'm not a big fan of signs, but that's true. I, I, in that particular case, it's, it's definitely true. And, John, I have posted pictures of the signs at Tombstone Regional School District in Tombstone, Arizona, when I get down there that are put right up in front of every school on the fence. Warning. Right. It essentially says, don't come in here. Our teachers are armed and we'll use deadly force. And you're not going to see a shooting like that at a Tombstone Area School District school. But now going to Florida quickly again, John, I, I called a number of friends of mine. You know, I come from Florida and there are, you know, nobody's so had to I. put lift kits on their Jeeps, right? Or their trucks. Right. There's no rivers of blood running. You've done a lot of studies in this. Now, Disney Dining has a piece out. Florida's new permitless gun laws deter fans from vacationing at, at Walt Disney World. What do you what What do you say? What do you What do you think when you see something like that? I think Disney. What, what do they needs have to help. fear? <laughs> Disney needs a lot of help in a lot of areas, right? I can't argue that. Uh, I mean, the liberals in California, who I guess probably put the thing together. Uh, you know, don't understand what's going on. And look, these are the same types of fears that are brought up every after every state passed right to carry laws. Okay, uh, you know, and what you find is six months or a year after these laws go into effect, it basically becomes a non-issue. And the same thing has been true in all the constitutional carry states that have passed. I mean, Florida's law just went into effect uh, on July first. Uh, you know, but a year from now, it's going to be a non-issue. And so, you know, if Disney wants to go and try to scare uh, its potential customers from coming down to Florida, uh, you know, because they think it's more important to go and make a political point than it is for them to, you know, entertain customers that are there, that's, that's their choice. In fact, there may be some of the people who listen to your radio show who say, look, this is just another reason why I, I might have been willing to go to Disney, but now I'm not going to go because they're just too political uh, mm-hmm. on these types of things. And maybe they'll learn their lesson. I doubt it, but who knows? No, they're not going to. You and I both know the answer to that. You know, I used to carry at Disney. I'm going back years ago, but you used to be able to. I carried in Disney World many, many, many times when my children were very, very little. In fact, uh-huh. when my daughter, before my son was born, I, I carried at Disney World. Those days are over right now. I mean, look at and all the problems you caused there. Exactly. I still can't believe I'm, make, I'm not making national news of all the problems that I caused over there when I was carrying a gun. It was unbelievable. But, you know, the interesting yeah. part about it is Disney makes it a point to remind its customers that they can't, if they were really, if it was really not, if it were just not agenda driven, you would think Disney would drive home the point, hey, don't run away from us. Don't be scared. We have a no-guns policy. You can't carry right. a gun, ladies and gentlemen, not even in, in a parking lot at Disney, according to them and their rules. You can't carry a gun in a, in a Disney-owned hotel on any park property anywhere. You'd think they'd talk that up. Why don't they talk that up, John, and make, make yeah, put people well, at ease to worry about? They want to try to scare people to think that there'll be some problem as they walk mm. from the airport or go from the airport to in Orlando to Disneyland but or, you know or again, maybe they're afraid they to, to draw attention of a mass shooter away, that's that's their look uh, right you know you're, you're you're asking a rhetorical question to me yes. obviously to, you know uh, do I think gun-free zones make people safer obviously no I mean uh, you go 
and have a penalty for somebody caring. That's a penalty for you or I that matters. But if somebody's going to kill six people, assuming that they live, you really yeah. think an additional three years on top of six life sentences, they'll say, oh, the three it's years not gonna make is too much. The irony that they won't tell people that they're gun-free when they're gun-free is not lost on me. Dr. Lott, thank you for being here on a Friday. I appreciate you jumping in here. We'll talk to you on the, on the show soon, likely this coming Sunday. Dr. John Lott, CrimeResearch.org, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back after this break, it's six minutes after. Paul Markle will be here, student of the gun. That's always a lively hour. We'll have Bobby on the dump switch. Be careful, Bobby. We'll be back at six minutes after, right after this. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 